Good health is a crown worn by the healthy that only the ill can see. Your health really is your wealth. Join us for the next hour as we explore disease and attaining and maintaining good health. This is Dischem Medical Monday, brought to you by Dischem, pharmacists who care. And good morning to you. I'm Kathy Kale, and thank you so much for choosing to join me here on 101.9 FM. I'm standing in it. I'm standing in, as you know. Let me speak at the same rate or, or slow my mind <laughs> to the rate that I can speak. <laughs> and um, this is the Diskem Medical Monday. Thank you so much to Diskem for sponsoring the show. Thank you to my sound engineer, Craig, to my producer, Harry Seleke. And uh, every second week we have... Our Mondays with David Kahn. David Kahn is the dispensary manager at Diskem Linksfield. Now, what we talk about is medications. So we're not talking about diagnoses, right? He's not a doctor. Sorry, David. <laughs> Sorry to David's mom. He's not a doctor. <laughs> but what we are talking about are your medications. Very, very few people, if anyone at all, actually reads the package inserts. So I said to Diskim, can we get David in every second week to talk about different groups of medicines? So we have spoken about pain medications, and apparently you had a run on cannabis, right? (laughs) 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 Cannabis oil. Um, we've, We've spoken about, you know, medications that are used for weight loss in diabetics and how it's made its way into mainstream all the different types of medications that you get that are very commonly used for weight loss. And um, this week we are talking about medications that are used for ADHD and ADD. So that's uh, ADD, (laughs) Attention Deficit Disorder, (coughs) or ADHD, Attention Deficit hyperactivity. Hyperactivity Disorder. My brain is not working this morning, so you might just have to do this one on your own, David. Anyhow, if, you'd, if you've got any questions about your medications that you're taking, if perhaps you've taken something that you found tremendous success with, we'd love to hear from you. Mm. And you can either give us a call, and the number in the studio is 0101403020. 0101403020. You can also send an SMS on 34519 or you can telegram us on 061-895-1019 Okay, how many different medications are there for ADD and ADHD? They are Because <coughs> there only really used yeah. to be one, right? And that was Ritalin There only Many used years to be ago. one Ritalin, yes and then the same molecule Ritalin is marketed under a different brand called Concerta. The difference between those two products is that they have different release mechanisms for the drug. So um, patients taking those medications often need to migrate between the different brands and the strengths until they settle into to finding what is actually required for their specific needs. Okay. All right. So, you know what? I think what we need to do is I think we need to take a, we need to take some ads, and then let's talk about 
the different specific medications, starting with Ritalin, if we can do that. Sure. I'm Kathy Kayla standing in, and uh, David Kahn, <coughs> he's a dispensary manager at Discamlingsfield. He's joining me in studio. We're talking about medications for ADD and ADHD. Don't go away. This is Medical Monday, brought to you with compliments of Discam, pharmacists who care. Thank you for staying tuned. I'm Kathy Kayla. If you've just joined me, mm-hmm. then you should know that my guest this morning is David Kahn. And we are talking. David Kahn is the uh, dis- dispensary manager at Discam Linksfield. We're talking about medications for aid to treat ADD and ADHD. If you've got any questions about your medication or if you think that, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe something's having an influence with something else that you're having, this would be the person to speak to. He's a pharmacist, which means that nobody's going to be diagnosing anybody on air. I think that would be irresponsible of us and certainly irresponsible of my wonderful guest. So for that, you need to go and see a medical expert. But what we're talking about specifically is medications. So how do you get in touch? You can send us a call. Well, you can give us a call on 0101 40 30 20. You can send us an SMS on 34519. Those SMSs are charged at VATS rates. Or you can send us a telegram 061-895-1019. So starting off the medications, I think possibly the best known medication to treat ADD and ADHD is Ritalin. How does it work? Correct. Ritalin it's it's a form of a it, it affects the way that your brain functions. They don't specifically know the exact mechanism of action, but it also works on your your dopamine and noradrenaline processing by your nervous system. And that in adults it's a stimulant. In children it's not really a stimulant, but it helps them focus and calms down the hyperactivity. It's also used to treat um, narcolepsy. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. So, so that's in adults only. Okay, so can you just repeat that how, about the dopamine? What's the connection to dopamine? It affects the uptake of dopamine, how it's metabolized in your nervous system. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter. Right, it's a feel-good so hormone. It's a feel-good hormone. It's... Between the, the synapses in your brain, in your, neuro, your nervous system, it's, it's a transporter. It's a messenger. Yes, yeah. a messenger we like a yes. lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah it's, the, it's the feel-good substance in our bodies. Yes. Okay, so you said so that it affects adults and children differently. Yes. yes. You said in children it helps them to focus. Yes. It helps adults focus as well. Um, oh, so you what you... So just to be clear, it's adults who do not who take Ritalin not as treatment for ADD and ADHD. It's going to have a, what did you say the narcolepsy? No, not no, not the law narcolepsy. Yeah. You said that it treats that Ritalin affects adults and children differently. Yes. Right. So children, yeah. it helps them to focus, and you yes. said adults. What does it do in adults? It helps them with narcolepsy, which would be... Yeah, no. Okay. All right, moving yeah. on. We've okay. just got to move on. Okay. So, but, I mean, it, it does help adults with ADHD as well. Yes. Um, in most cases, a child who goes on to Ritalin or Concerta methylphenidate 
at puberty should be able to come off the drug. It can have permanent restorative function at that age. Okay. Yeah. What are the side effects? The side effects, the most common side effects are loss of appetite and oh God, anxiety. There's another, there's another drug that could be used <laughs> or, or yeah. off license. It yeah. is not <laughs> yeah. more available um, than yeah. Ozempic, apparently. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it is more available. <laughs> yes. Um, most common side effects are anxiety. And um, in a lot of cases, particularly the children that are put onto methylphenidate, land up getting prescribed antidepressants to treat the anxiety at the same time. Well, that, that completely makes sense, especially as adults, because in the developing brain, if a child is, um, it's affecting your dopamine, right? Dopamine is what helps us to feel good. Yes. If it's changing the way that dopamine is metabolized, mm. I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to understand yeah. it. So just stop me if I'm completely off track, considering that my brain is not working this morning. When in the brain of a 15-year-old, right, a 15-year-old brain goes through this pruning process, right? Our, our brain, up until the age of 15, all of our brain cells keep duplicating, duplicating, duplicating. At the age of 15, it starts a pruning process. Whatever different centers we have in our brain that aren't being stimulated or aren't stimulated regularly, it actually gets pruned away. So if there's a drug that children are taking right through the development years, they may be taking it 14, 15, 16, because that's high school, there's a lot more academic pressure. Is there not a very, very clear um, and possibly irreversible connection between depression and Ritalin or any drug that works like that? Am I understanding it correctly? Um, Did I explain it? it it's, a, it's a bit of a grey area. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Grey area. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. grey matter, grey area. Right. Well, maybe somebody yeah. listening will go and do the research. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's interesting. I mean, the, the the research into what happens in the brain of a 15-year-old actually was directly related. How it came about is that they were investigating why people who became drug addicts before the age of 15 became lifetime drug addicts versus people who became drug addicts after the age of 15, they were able to give it up in a way that the pre-15-year-olds weren't. So that's, I'm, just, I'm just contextualizing yeah, yeah, it. Yes, yes. All right, a message from one of our listeners says, Hi, Kathy, can you ask the pharmacist why most pills contain sugar and how damaging is the sugar in most of these medications? That's a great question. Why would medications contain sugar? I think sugar, this is just generally. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's part of the, the makeup of the tablet matrix, if it is a tablet. Um, more and more drugs are sugar-free these days. Yeah. Um, it's part of the binding, and it helps with the dissolution of the, the tablet in the stomach okay. when you swallow it. Um, it, it, if, it, if it was just compressed drug, it almost becomes rock-like. So you need to be able to allow... Water 
to get in to break it down to make it absorbable. And sugar was one of the components that was used a lot in the past. I mean, did you not see Mary Poppins? Just a teaspoon of sugar makes the medicine go down, right? Yes. We didn't think that they were going to actually apply that. As an aside um, to today's conversation, was quite interesting now with regards to artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Is that the World Health Organization is starting to recommend against the use and consumption of artificial sweeteners because of the negative effects that they have on the body even for diabetics. Really? That's very interesting. Mm. I remember there was a, a big scandal about, I think, it was saccharine. Was it saccharine? Yes. Many years ago. Yes, and, and now it's sucralose and aspartame. Yes. Yeah. Okay, moving. Yeah, that's used just out. <laughs> yes. What, yes. What, what does one, okay, let's get back to the Ritalin conversation. What should one know about Ritalin? If your doctor's recommended that you go on to Ritalin, what would you say you need to know? I think you need to know that you have tried as many natural processes prior to going on to Ritalin, mm. um, particularly with dietary restrictions of artificial colorants and sugar as well being a stimulant. The The artificial colorants and preservatives in foods can be an absolute turbocharger on children's metabolism. It's scary. I've seen it. I've seen a child who would be 100% normal and basically swallow one smarty and the next thing they'd be bouncing off the ceiling. Was it um, a red smarty? <laughs> Reds and yellows, yes. Reds and yellows, yeah. those are the ones and you've got to watch out for. We, we, we live in a society where people like to be able to continue their normal lifestyle and just take the drug to alleviate the issues yeah um but i mean when you see the difference that diet and taking an omega-3 supplement or just a good quality vitamin b supplement can have on brain function it's a pity more people don't give that a little bit more time before going onto these potent drugs back to ritalin yes how long does Ritalin last in the body? So if uh, somebody <coughs> takes a, a pill at 7 o'clock in the morning, how long will it be effective? If it's the instant release, it's about four hours. So um, sometimes you have people taking that. They know when they need it during the day. Or if it's a child, they'll be given it between one and three times a day up to about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Your, your long-acting formulations have an instant release component to them. And you, you get your Ritalin LA, long-acting. Um, about 50% of the capsule contents dissolves immediately and is, is absorbed within the first hour to two hours. Then there are beads within the capsule that leach out the drug over a period of time. And... In the case of Ritalin, there's a dip, which happens around about the expected lunchtime, because that would allow for appetite stimulation, and then it kicks in. So it's it's between eight and nine hours from swallowing the capsule until the drug is mostly eliminated from the body. Okay, so your, your concerta 
has a different mechanism of action. It's it's a tablet. It has a coating on the outside which dissolves instantly, and that's your loading dose. Then the the tablet has a um, precision laser drilled hole in the one end of the tablet, and the body of the tablet allows for absorption of moisture into the contents in the tablet and that slowly expresses it squeezes the drug out through that laser hole it's um, fascinating so it's, it's a totally different mechanism have you ever cut one open and of course i have <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm just checking just yes. checking because I'm, yeah. I'm just out yeah. of curiosity to yes. i mean as you're explaining yes this. yes how many so, david how many adults are compared to children uh, on, you know, either Ritalin or Concerta. There's a growing trend for adults to start taking these drugs, and we we need to add the the other molecules, which is your amphetamine-like compounds, um, and your Stratera, which is a totally different molecule, which is also used. That is purely for ADHD. Okay, but we're going to talk um, about that in a minute. About, okay. Yeah. So. Um, in the U.S. in 2020-2021, there was a 10% increase in the number of adults starting to take some form of a, a stimulant on prescription. Mm. <clears throat> and out of that, about 14 to 18% was from the female population. That's interesting. That's and really interesting. There, there is a noticeable increase within our community which I would say is similar to that. Is it still so controversial? Ritalin. I mean, I mean, I remember yeah. hearing doctors, you know, shouting about how it's being overprescribed. It is to being kids over- who, who who generally yeah. don't actually yeah. need it. It is being overprescribed. And I mean, I've had a mother come in and say, my son wanted to go onto Ritalin because they saw the results that it was giving. One of their peers, yes. Mm. And the next thing they're on, they're taking it. So how how does that happen? Because I mean, there's there's a lot of checks and balances that have to happen before your child gets prescribed a Schedule Six drug. Yes, and it's it's a Schedule Six or Schedule Seven. Six. Six. Yes. Um, I mean, these are serious, serious drugs. Yeah. I mean, it should not be on the whim of a teacher. Should not be on the whim of a parent, and definitely should not be on the whim of the child. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's mm. there's all kinds of tests that have to happen before. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, anyway. What are your yeah. thoughts about it? You let me know. Do you think that it should be, you know, more accessible to more kids? You know, and how does that compare to, I don't know, perform- performance enhancing drugs in sport? Hashtag asking for a friend. <laughs> let me know. Three four five one nine is the text line. Or you can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019. You're also welcome to give us a call in studio. And that number is 0101 40 30 20. My guest is David Kahn, who's a dispensary manager at Diskem Linksville. This is Diskem Medical Monday on 101.9 FM. And I am Kathy Kayla. Before we do another thing, I want to ask you, is your shopping list longer and your time shorter? Diskem Delivered has you covered from healthcare essentials to baby food, beauties and toilet, beauty and toiletries, 
whatever you need, Diskim Delivered has you covered. You can download the easy-to-use Diskim app and shop over 7,000 products at in-store prices that will be delivered to you within 60 minutes. Now you can relax while Diskim delivers your essentials to you. It's that simple. Diskim delivered from Diskim to you. Diskim Pharmacies. Say it with me. Pharmacists who care. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Diskim. Pharmacists who care. Adderall is vibing. You're on 101.9 Hi FM. I'm Kathy Kayla. I'm standing in. This is the Diskim Medical Monday show. My guest this morning. Just the wonderful David Kahn. He's the dispensary manager at the Diskem Linksfield in the Neighborhood Center. And we're talking about different drugs. Every second week, David comes into studio and we talk about different groups of drugs. If you've got any questions for him, you're welcome to send them through. This week, we're talking about drugs that are used to treat or assist people with ADHD or ADD. You got any questions? You let me know. Get in touch. Let it not be said that you don't write. You don't phone. <laughs> you don't send flowers. Okay, zero six one eight nine five one zero one nine is the number on Telegram. You can also send an SMS on three four five one nine. That is the those SMSs are charged at vast rates. Or you can give me a call. O one o one forty thirty twenty. We are live. So get in touch. And by the way, if you don't sign your name, then I won't mention your name on air. I'll just leave it as anonymous. Okay, so if you've got any questions. Um, Vivance, is there something called Vivance? Vivance is That's one of our, our listeners wants to know if newest um, addition to this class of drug. Mm-hmm. It is a pre-amphetamine. So it's a stimulant, and it comes in three adult strengths and is also marketed under a brand called Amphexa, which comes in a 5 milligram and a 10 milligram strength that is used for pediatrics. And um, the positive aspect of Vivans is that it seems to have less of an anxiety inducing effect than your methylphenidate does. When I say methylphenidate, I'm referring to Ritalin Concerta. It makes me very nervous when I hear that anything contains amphetamine because amphetamine is used as a, as a narcotic, isn't it? That is correct, yes. yes. So how addictive are these drugs if it's they have well, amphetamine in it? It's very well controlled. If the patient is identified as an addictive personality then it would be irresponsible of the prescriber to issue a prescription for that medicine to them. But isn't it the nature Mm. of addiction that in order to keep feeding the addiction one doesn't say that one is addicted? I mean I'm I'm just just playing devil's advocate here. Correct, yes. You know, Um, in order to keep the supply going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It shouldn't be prescribed for more than 12 months without a break. Yeah. to reassess whether it's required. The law in South Africa is that any Schedule 5 and above medication is supposed to be reinvestigated by a psychiatrist before issuing new prescriptions. Well, clearly, that, if, ki- if kids are telling yeah. their mothers, well, I want to yes. get the same results as that yes. other child, one of my peers yeah. at school, yes. I need Ritalin, and they're going into the pharmacy, and the pharmacist is saying, well, 
you know, you need to obviously go and get assessed. You need to see the psychiatrist or you need to see a psychologist, mm. a pediatrician, um, or even a GP. I mean, there are GPs who are there prescribing are GPs Ritalin that prescribe as well. it. Yes, I mean, we we get dentists that try prescribe it as well, but we reject that. <laughs> Yeah. That must be for the ADHD um, not, mole in yes. your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, sure. That, that's crazy. I mean, how often mm. do you, does a pharmacist reject a script? Um, Just as a general question. It, it's difficult to quantify, but if we identify any irregularity, then we do reject. Yeah. What would constitute? Yeah. I mean, do you ever question the dose that a doctor is prescribing somebody? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, okay. we do. And then you'd find yeah. the doctor and the doctor would say, well, I've done it like this or I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. it's either an appreciation for identifying a potential error or them insisting that is the dose that they want to prescribe and there's a reason for it. I think I have a new appreciation for pharmacists. <laughs> really, yeah. because you become one of the gatekeepers that can pick up human error. Correct. Scripts yes. aren't are written by human beings. They're Correct. not written yes. by and unfortunately we can also make errors and they do happen. It's not intentional, but occasionally they do slip through the system. All right. It's Let's taken very seriously. Can we talk about um all right, so we've spoken about Ritalin. We've spoken about Concerta. Same drug, but they've got different ways of operating. Right. Different yes. ways that it's released into yes. your body. And how they both mainly work is the way um, it changes the way that dopamine is metabolized in your body. Did I get Correct. it right? Yes. Okay. Not so bad, Blondie. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about Stratera. What is Stratera yeah. and how does it work? Stratera. Um, How's it, is it different to in its composition to Ritalin and Concerta? Yes. Yeah. Um, once again, they don't know specifically how it works, um, but it, it works on similar pathways. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's quite quite mind-boggling how these drugs get developed and tested and approved, and we still don't know. In some cases, we don't know the exact mechanism of action, but the results speak volumes. And um, yeah, with with all with this entire class of drug. Um, Unfortunately, there's always the threat of suicidality as a potentially major side effect. That's a massive and side effect. That's the ultimate particularly side Particularly with Stratera in, in the United States, that comes with a black box warning. They, they classify it. And um, I don't think there's enough focus on that in, by our prescribers in the country um, with regard to that potential side effect. So and they don't you tell you about it? Or you just they, not, they, you're just not told about this black box If I've spoken to people coming in with prescriptions for it, and I'll say, were you warned about the potential for this? And I've never had it specifically addressed. All that I've ever heard is I was told, um, no, if I notice any specific changes in my child's behavior, then I need to alert them. But by so the time they, you see that, they, it they, might they tend to skirt around the exact topic. And if you're adding the antidepressants to that, because of the serotogenic effects, serotonin syndrome effects that can come on, um, it can increase the incidence of that. So it is something that parents need to be aware of. And How many pharmacists are like you, though? 
who will actually say that there is a black box warning with Stratera. I, I, I'm going to put it out to our yeah. listeners. If you've, yeah. if you've been prescribed Stratera for ADD or ADHD, won't you please just let me know if you were ever notified about this black box warning? You know, one of the side effects can be, how did you refer Potential to that? side effects. Potential. Suic- suicidality. Suicidality, right? It makes you want yeah. to, you know, yeah. yeah, jump off the mortal coil. Yeah. All right, so please just uh, let us know. A message coming in from Moshe. Um, okay, no, that's another message. Okay, all right. If you've got any messages that you want to send through, 34519 is the text line, or 061-895-1019. You can also ring us up on 0101 40 30 20. We're talking about drugs that treat ADD and ADHD. We've spoken about Ritalin, Concerta, Stratera. I'm asking specifically, if you've been prescribed Stratera, did you receive a warning when you got it, either from your doctor, which you should have got for sure, and uh, also, again, from the pharmacist? Let me know, please. I'd just be very interested. Not that we're going to pick it up. just wanted Mm. to know if you've been, uh, you know, informed of that. All right, what other drugs are used to treat ADD and ADHD? Those are the only prescription drugs. Those are the only ones? What are the alternatives? Are there alternatives? The alternatives are omega-3. Yeah. Um, Really? Is that a thing? Yes. How much? A very very good quality omega-3. It depends on the active ingredients in the product. Um, You get very good quality ones once a day dose and there, there's clinical evidence that 50% of patients taking those have positive results. So could yeah. you take omega-3s to support, you know, say somebody's on Ritalin, uh, could you take omega-3s to support that? Absolutely, yes. So it's not either yeah. or? And it's not either or. It could be supportive. It could be a starting point instead of starting on Yeah. The, the stimulants. Yeah. yeah, I see that there's also a number yeah. of different vitamins yeah. that claim yeah. to help with concentration, yeah. and some actually yes. marketed, yeah. you know, as as child friendly. Correct. Um, yeah. How effective um, are those? They are good. They they have a good impact on patients. Yeah. Um, the, the the vitamin B complexes. Um, can I name a brand? Yeah, yeah, like, sure. Um, Vitaforce, Nutri B, Anti Stress. Um, it's also. Could you give that to a child? You can give it to a. You could give it from the age of 12, you can start giving it, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, otherwise, for, for younger children, you've got your, your Biostrath. Which. Biostrath. Yeah, There's Biostrath a name I haven't heard in many. Yeah. 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 yeah, it doesn't seem to be advertised a lot anymore. Um, I suppose it's, it's established a place in the market and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a message coming through from Anonymous says, Hi, Kathy, please ask David if there is a link between Concerta and Ritalin in adults and alcoholism, as it seems when they wear off, it causes anxiety. I think that's a great question. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anonymous. There, there can be, yes, definitely. Really? Yeah. Yes. Mm. For the same reason, would there be a connection between any of these drugs 
you know, let's take out the, mm. the suicide side, possible yeah. side effect, yes. and uh, drug addiction. Yes. I mean, we, yeah, they can when be. you've got amphetamine yeah. as, as one of the yeah. ingredients, yes. is anybody else yeah. nervous about this? <laughs> I don't mean to be alarmist, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. it really is. Yeah. Listen, nothing works as well as Ritalin, you know, and, and these drugs. You can um, you can try all you like with yeah. the vitamins and whatever. You're yeah. not going to have the yeah. same effects, yeah. but Correct. the side effects yeah. are also going to be equally. Yes, and the the feedback from patients is switching to Vyvanse from Ritalin or Concerta is definitely more acceptable to them in terms of side effect profile, and that's why it tends it seems to be getting prescribed a lot more, particularly to adults. So how many adults, I mean, I, I imagine that a lot of adults, I suppose it might be time-bound, weren't diagnosed as kids, you know, especially our generation. <coughs> yes. Right, it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, there was always the kid in the class who was the naughtiest and who didn't learn well in class and, you know, who went on to become a, some kind of tradesman or, do you, do you know what I mean? Yes, there was, yes. There were always kids like that and today we don't have that anymore no we don't because no. we are medicating our children yes i i imagine that if i had grown up in today's time i would have probably been put onto one of the the ritalins oh i um, have no doubt i also personally would. um yeah you want to got any questions you give us a call Oh one, oh one, forty, thirty, twenty. We're talking about medications that are used to treat ADD and ADHD. So my guest in studio is David Kahn. He's the dispensary manager at Diskem Linksfield, and we're talking medications. We're not talking about, you know, finding out about diagnosis, but perhaps, perhaps, if you think that your dose might need increasing. That would be a good question to ask. Or perhaps if you think that mm. your dose might need decreasing, let us know what the side effects yeah. are. Well, not us. When, let yeah, David when, know. When, when a person is started on particularly, well, any of these products, after introduction, the feedback is meant to be monitored on a weekly basis. Yeah. And dose incremental dose changes are meant to be adjusted by the prescriber. Especially in children, because as you as you yes. gain weight, so you know, and you and grow. That, yes, yeah. There has to be constant reassessment with children, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Because also, you know, if if for example your Ritalin or your Concerta's is going to take away appetite in the child, the child's going to lose weight, which means that initial dose might be too strong for them. Is correct. it that sensitive? That is correct. Yes, it is. Yeah. So what do you do as yeah. a parent when you've got um, a child who just doesn't want to eat because they can't? If they're losing weight, yeah. then then it becomes a serious issue, and intervention needs to be some form of intervention needs to be put in place, and that would be a referral back to the prescriber. Hmm. Um, another message coming in. Gosh, lots coming in. Thank you so much. Uh, um, hi, my son was seven when prescribed the generic of. Stratera. Yes. Um, we weren't told anything about side effects. He takes it at night, not in the morning. It's 
irrelevant what time of day strateria is taken. Really? Yes. Yeah, Why? How it, long it does acts, it work? It, it's a very slow-acting medication, and it's not stimulant like your um, amphetamines or your methylphenidate. It's a totally different mechanism of action. Okay. Yeah. So it's quite safe to take it at night. Okay. Um, unsigned says Rabbi Dr. David Nossel says that diet, that's the food that we eat, has a major impact on ADHD. Actually, our guest this morning said that as well. So Absolutely. that is the science. Um, considering that processed food is full of artificial additives, chemicals, salt, and sugars. Yeah, absolutely. And we even yes. had a question from uh, one of our listeners earlier about why is there so much sugar in medication, which re really, when you think about it, sugar has been yeah. linked to inflammation. The, yeah, yeah. There's not a huge amount of sugar in medication. Yeah. It's absolutely fascinating. Okay. If you've got any questions, 34519, that is the text line, or 061-895-1019. This is the Discam Medical Monday Show. I'm Kathy Kayla. I'm standing in and... Uh, you got a question? Get in touch. Oh one, oh one, forty, thirty, twenty. My guest is, uh, as you can hear, he's got a lot of knowledge on this. His name is David Kahn. He's the dispensary manager at Discam Linksfield. Want to talk about side effects? Want to talk about any of these medications, either Stratera? And I'm still asking you the question: If you have been prescribed Stratera, and I did see a message about the uh, sun. One of the possible side effects is suicide. I want to know if you received a warning from the doctor that prescribed it and from the pharmacist, either or both. Let me know. 0101403020, on, uh, if you want to call us, 34519 on the text line or on Telegram, 61 895 1019. If you don't sign your name, I won't give it either. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Discam, pharmacists who care. I'm Kathy Kayla. This is the Discam Medical Monday. You've got about seven and a half minutes if you've got any questions for my guest this morning. His name is David Kahn. He's the dispensary manager at Discam Linksfield in the neighborhood center. And, uh, yeah, we're talking about drugs that are used to treat ADD and ADHD. When we were talking about the different drugs, so you basically got Ritalin and Concerta, which have one of the components are, so they, they work on dopamine and how your body, dopamine is the feel-good hormone. You know, if you've ever been in love, it's that kind of feeling where, the birds are chirping a little louder and, you know, the sky's a bit bluer and everything's, it's life in technicolor, right? That's what dopamine does for us. It really is feel good. So now you take this medication and it's going to change the way that your body metabolizes that dopamine. There is a connection between, dopam between controlling dopamine um, in a child and... Uh, depression in as as they get older, right? Yes. Okay, that's the first thing. So I'm just trying to summarize if you've just joined us. The other thing is that Ritalin and Concerta are very, very similar in how they work. And they are both, um, one of the components of those drugs is amphetamine. And, and I know that I keep coming back to this. 
David, but I do worry about, you know, there is a worldwide epidemic of addiction, addiction to, you know, prescription drugs, addiction to narcolepsy. I mean, even in the oh, narcolepsy, um, to narcotics, even in Canada, Canada has, uh, for every narcotic, there's an equal uh, pharmaceutical. So a heroin addict, um, what Canada is doing is they are actually making drugs available to their population and they branding it safe supply. And it's coming through Big Pharma. Um, so I'm just trying to think what the OxyContin Oxycontin is the equivalent of heroin, and that's what they are giving to their population. The using it. Vancouver, yeah. the streets of Vancouver are ten cities of homeless people who are all addicted to these drugs. It, it's terrible. So that's why when I hear that it's got amphetamine, it's kind of, you know, I don't have an alarm bell going off. I've got Big Ben. Can you reassure me? <laughs> Is there any way that you can reassure me as a pharmacist who cares? Um, no, there's also an answer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's always going to be a prescriber who issues a prescription. Um, can I use the word as a favor um, to a person requesting it instead of because of a diagnosis? Yeah. Um, but we don't seem to have a huge issue with that in the country. Yeah. yeah. All right. The other medication that we spoke about was Stratera. Stratera works differently to the Ritalin and the <coughs> Concerta. Um, what my takeaway is from that is one of the potential side effects is suicide ideation. Right? Is yes. that is that yes. Okay. And um, you, you can get that with Ritalin as well. Oh. Um, it's just that it's it, it's more prevalent with Stratera. Atomoxetine is the active ingredient. Yeah. So one of so our listeners weighing in and saying that his seven-year-old child has been prescribed the generic for Stratera, which means that it works okay. exactly, exactly the same the way. Same. Yes. Um, and they receive no warning about this. It's it's really really scary that we just we're just dishing it out, and it doesn't seem that there's a responsibility, and we really do have the responsibility on us. I agree with that. As the end users, absolutely. You know, yeah. the pharmacist yeah. might be having a bad day and might forget to tell us, right? Doctor yeah. is definitely having yeah. a bad day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. he's been listening to people telling him what he should be prescribing, but. Um, we need to investigate these things more. We need to question more about these medications so that we make better decisions, at least informed ones. That's correct, yeah. Um, Carol, nice to hear from you, Carol. She says, morning, Kathy. Ask your pharmacist what happened to the pharmacist who would mix up a cream or medication for a person. Today, everything seems to be packaged already. And that's from Carol. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you'd go into a pharmacy... I, su I suppose it was more of an apothecary. Yes. Right? And yeah. you'd need something. Don't worry, I'll, I'll mix it up. No, yes. no, because my, my uncle was a pharmacist. Yeah. And, uh, you know, mix up this cream and do this and do that. You know, it's uh, what's happened to those pharmacists? 
They are few and far between. Yes. Um, your more senior pharmacists will still be innovative if there is something that's not available. Um, but everything is pretty much off the shelf these days. I mean, in, in a busy dispensary like Linksfield, we probably end up mixing a cream up once or twice a day. Um, but it's not the it's not the routine. What kind of creeps not. do you mix up? It's normally combinations to dilute the various cortisone products that are out there. Um, coal tar yeah. for treating psoriasis or certain eczemas. Um, you get your your skin lighteners. Really? Um, yes. I thought those yeah. were illegal. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get prescribed by dermatologists for specific conditions still, so it's it's well controlled. Okay. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I, the first time I actually thought about, you know, I always thought that pharmacists were pharmacists, that all pharmacists were the same, but apparently yeah. not. Yeah. And I learned about that during COVID with ivermectin. You had to mm. get it fr from a specific type of pharmacist. I can't remember which kind of pharmacist it is, but it wasn't just all pharmacies that you could get ivermectin. They had to be. Are you referring to the compounding pharmacists? Compounding yeah. pharmacists. It there was originally we go. from the compounding pharmacists, yes. and then because of the Section Twenty One yes, then became more given, mainstream. We were able to get it. Yes. Yeah. Then that also became a grey area. It was just flowing without any authorizations, and then that was stopped. Yeah. So where are we with ivermectin now? Um, it's not available on the shelf anywhere at the moment. Really? No. Um, the only. The only source would be as a topical cream. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up and wide. <laughs> and that's, that's being used to treat a condition called rosacea. Really? Which is, mm. That's something yeah. that people get yeah. on their face, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, it's like those red blotches. Gosh. Yeah. What it is to deal yeah. in, in uh, you know, in medications. How do you, as a pharmacist, keep up to date with what is available? What are the contraindications? What, what should go with what? Because sometimes GPs can make can make mistakes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, or your doctor can make a mistake and ignore the fact that you're on one drug and prescribe you yes. something else. Yes. Um, we've got tools available to us now, which I think we should be using more often than we are, where we can simply plug in all of the drugs that a person is consuming and run checks for interactions, potential interactions, potential side effects. And I, I feel that's a, a big area of focus that we need to start paying attention to. Um, how do we keep up to date? We have, we have to um, comply with the continuing professional development program in terms of pharmacy council licensing. If we need to keep registered, we have to submit a certain number of CPDs per annum. And that, that applies to the entire medical profession. Um, there's, there's different ways of controlling that. Um, and Discam run a, an academy as well. So there's probably about three courses a month, three products that are focused on. Um, it's either class of product or a specific drug. Yeah. And the staff all have to comply and... It must be immense, mm -hmm. though. So it's, I mean, if you think it's, it's of all the pharmaceuticals. It's very time-consuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the, pharma yeah. all the different pharmaceutical companies, 
releasing medications constantly. Yes. New new papers on research yes. and things like yeah. that. I mean, it just yeah. must you must just do a fortune of reading. Yeah. Correct. And yeah. just uh, thank you for doing what you do. New respect. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> David Kahn, thank, thank you, you very much. Me. If you want to get in touch with Discam or with David, he is the dispensary manager at Discam Linksfield. We'll be back in two weeks' mm. time, or we'll have him back in two weeks' time. Maybe we can talk about vitamins. No. <laughs> okay. We won't talk. I don't know. We, we, can, we can decide what we're going to talk about in two weeks' time. But thank you very, very much for joining me this morning. I'm Kathy Kayla. Thank you so much to my producer, to Harry Seleke, and to my sound engineer, to Craig Guthrie, and, of course, to you. I'll be back on your radio, same time, same place, next week. Be good.